Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Woo! We are the live. Are the boys are the back. The boys are back. <laughs> the dream team is back. Sexy Kev, Boo, and Boo Radley are here today to give you guys their opinion. We are about to change the world. Just like how the alien hearings last week changed the world. We're about to do the same thing when talking about, yeah, no, alien hearings, right? Oh, my God. What do you guys think about that? Is that kind of crazy to you guys? We'll start off the we'll start off the pod. We have many multiple topics before we jump into the film, but the first one is aliens. What do you guys think about this? Is that freaking you guys out? Is that the greatest news? Like reality shattering. Yeah. Yeah. They're real. They're real. It's it's confirmed. Does God exist, Kevin? Uh, what'd you say, sir? Does God exist? Well, I, I don't know. Man. Is he an alien? Yeah. I heard. I heard alien. The, uh, the person who created Bitcoin was an alien. I heard that too. Oh. I swear to God, that's where, that's what Alex Jones says. I guess I don't know. <laughs> that's what his your sources. That's his sources. That's what his sources say. I'm not even trying to make a joke. Hey, you guys like? I met my in-laws today. Uh, one of my new in-laws. Yeah, it's a nice oh. little room at the new cabin. What? Yeah. Wait, wait. Do you have something to share, Kev? Oh no! Well, for the Fap Nation, for the Fapaholics. <laughs> For the yeah yeah the, the entourage the yeah the yeah. entourage around the world, I am now a engaged man. Woo! <laughs> sorry, yes. ladies. Yeah. Yes, sorry, ladies. I'm off. Sexy Kev, more like uh, committed. More like, yeah, committed <laughs> Kev. That's my new name. Committed Kev. I'm changing. I like that. <laughs> How can I just change that? You probably can't change it. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. I'm, next episode, I'm gonna be committed, Kev. I'm gonna be abstinence, Kev. Whatever it might be, I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm committed to one woman for the rest of my life. Well, I have been the last eight years, but uh, yes, I, the, I did it last night. I uh, I told I was telling these guys that I was gonna wait until we were on the podcast to do it, but I uh, proposed to her on her lake on the boat. So I took this boat and little 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 uh, lake drive. And then Lindsay looks at me and goes, I'm kind of tired. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was going to do like this whole like like long kind of thing. Because her parents were waiting for us at home with like kind of like surprises. So they did like fireworks, cake. Uh, they were singing like some wedding song and stuff like that. Um, but, but because we she was getting tired, I was like, all right, I got to just rip the Band-Aid off and just do it. So I, I found a great spot across from her uh, house. Ripped off the bandit. I got. I told her, gave her my speech. I think I blacked out during the speech. I don't. I don't really remember the speech very much. I was pretty nervous for some reason. Yeah. Got down on one knee, did it. She approved. She said yes. She said approved. She said I. I concur. I concur. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Or what is the thing that you always say, uh, Brad? It's like, uh, uh, what's the statement? Call me crazy. At- naturally or call me crazy yeah naturally i always hear him say that yeah oh naturally yes naturally um yeah and then we came back sparks getting shot off like sprays you know uh sparklers it was and then i took her to a sick dinner on this random island on the lake that was like very like kind of fantasy-esque like it was very very old it was like from 1906 just really cool and you had to take a ferry to get out there i fucking nailed it boys so uh (laughs) nice yeah yeah, I'm now uh I'm now uh Mr. Uh I'm now Mr. Kevin Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I had a feeling because I got a Snapchat notification that's like Kevin has traveled to Rosemont. I was like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, what's yeah. he doing here? Wait, you get, wait, I was gonna ask you that. You get notifications on people like traveling? Yeah, I for some reason I get like <laughs> notifications when people travel long distance, I guess. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I like <laughs> Snapchat's following us. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. I wonder if that's a thing for a lot of people then, huh? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Sorry. Gosh, we went through aliens. We went through this engagement now. Now it's time for why the people are here today, why the fat nation, why the, why the entourage is here today. They want to hear the news of film and movies. And, gosh, it's been a couple of weeks. I mean, let's, re, let's recall that last episode. One, I don't think anything was really ever done. We, we didn't really have much of a – conversation i tried to reel it back together i mean vu what'd you think of that special edition episode of filmaholics dude the first like two minutes i was all already rolling laughing just <laughs> all the jokes that were being made <laughs> oh it was good content a lot of good content it was just you know about film in general 
maybe not yeah. super current, but just you know more no. ideologic and just a lot of jokes. <laughs> you got yeah. a drunk guy, you got a high guy, you know, it's bound to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're all make fun of each other the entire time. So then, and then I'm trying to like steer the boat a little bit, but it was quite impossible. With it. But I mean, we still got a lot done. I feel like. Brad, what was some of the highlights to you from last week's episode? Quick, do you have like a memory? The one that was like, I'm trying to think about it. I, I think just grilling weird. Nick. Yeah, grilling Nick was pretty hilarious. Yeah, yep. yep. I don't know if he knows much, too much about movies. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. But um, was, <laughs> that's was okay. Nick was Nick the one in the dark room? Darker yes. Room? Yeah. What do we keep saying? I can say he was on Omega. <laughs> yeah. I got that vibe. Got Big that Omega vibe. guy. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> Oh. And then Seek would just come. Oh, when Seek asks who's watching, who's, who's Barbie for? Um, well, and that's one of our topics today is about eight, seven. I think it's about $800 million Barbie has made already. Whoa. Just give you an idea. He has gone and seen it while wearing pink. So Yes, yes, he did it. He, he did that. Like, what the <laughs> hell? And he comes into the podcast just half off his ass tell, saying, like, who's this for? No one's even going to watch. <laughs> Big Barbie guy, man. Big the market, Barbie The marketing guy. got to him. Yeah, gosh. And that's one of our topics. We'll go to our first segment, the movie news. Let me talk to you. Uh, we Let got a few topics to today. So I think today we were, you know, we're going to do just because I can't be on here too long. I got to go to hang out with the in-laws and. Um, I'm also, you know, just things like that. I got hang with my new fiance. Guy gets engaged. First thing he does, podcast. I don't even talk to, I haven't talked to a lot of my friends about this yet. And I'm talking to you. It's such a, you guys are it. You guys are the first group to, to talk to me about this kind of I'm stuff. I'm so pumped. Squad. Yeah. Entourage. Entourage. Fat Nation. Fat Nation. Um, yeah, no, let's – I mean, we're talking about Barbie. I mean, let's talk about – so if you guys go to the sheet here, um, I, I have our first topic is Barbenheimer is the movie event of the summer. All right, gentlemen, tell me here. What did you guys see? Did you, any of you guys see Barbie or did you guys see uh, Bar- or Oppenheimer? Which one did you guys see the last couple of weeks? I have a confession to make. I no. haven't seen either one yet. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm disappointed in myself as well. I know Fat Nation that you're disappointed in me. Mute. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'll unmute you, man. Sorry. Um, I have no, seen yeah, Oppenheimer. You've seen Oppenheimer. Okay. And then I've seen both because I, I have a show to do each week. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to come oh, prepared. But that's okay. For, for seeing both. Which one did you see first, and why did you see that I'll one? I'll tell you guys my entire agenda. I was in okay. L.A. Oh, yeah, we got to update everyone on the L.A. Yeah. trip. Went to Comic-Con. Saw the uh, – so one thing, no, there was no – as you guys know, because of the Red Strike and Screen Actors Guild Strike, there was no um, – there were no, like, big movie announcements. Heck, now movies are being pushed out till 2024, but that's another story. Um, so – but because of that, you know, I did see the announcement of in what they call Hall H at Comic-Con, which is, like, the very famous uh, arena slash – convention hall where they announce like all the marvel stuff all the you know dc any kind of big movie that's comic is usually going to be announced in there so i still saw like an announcement of like what's called project k which is like a movie that's gonna be a follow-up from rr because they have their own unions they, they don't have to worry about the sag or the writing strike um so we got to see that and i got a little bit of taste of like kind of what it's like with like watching um you know sad or sorry with like watching marvel and dc that was a lot of fun um and then on Friday night, we got a ticket to Oppenheimer. We saw it in the TCL Chinese Theater. I hate that they added TCL to it, but what are you going to do? And the IMAX Theater was the third largest one. It's one of the – I think as you said, Brad, there's 30 uh, of those 70-millimeter theaters in, in the country. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the TCL Theater was the third largest screen in the country as well. So – and I, I don't know the history. From what I remember, it's back – it was made in like 1914. I mean, guys, it, it was – Quite amazing to see this. It, it, it was one of the coolest theater experiences, probably the coolest theater I've ever been to. And that's where I saw Oppenheimer. Uh, I saw Oppenheimer with a packed crowd, man. It, people were cheering. It was an LA experience watching a movie. Um, and it was just it was just such an amazing feat. The only thing that sucked is it was at 9 o'clock at night. So by the time the movie ended, it was like 1 o'clock. Because uh, I was going to send you guys a recording and do a whole record, but I was so damn tired. And I had to walk <laughs> back from Hollywood. Whatever. And then, so that was amazing. And then we saw Barbie, or sorry, we saw Barbie uh, Sunday night. 
So I love both of them. Great, great movies. Um, Brad, I mean, when did, where, so where did you, you saw them? I was supposed to go with Brad. I backed out because I had to get ready for this weekend. I had to go get an outfit for the proposal. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I find out Kevin's not coming through a friend. Like, doesn't even tell me, which is just oh, shit. hurts. Well, guest, know? well, guest, guest star, or guest host, Secor, Anthony Secord. Of course, guest yeah, host as a part of Fat Nation. It was, you know, it was. That's it was true. Go, that's it was, true. Yeah, it was not go just anybody. Not just anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony shows up. They start giving him a hard time because you're not there because you're the Did A-list they? guy. Yep. So he had to go deal with that at guest services while I'm buying brews. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I tried telling him. Oh, we there's other options, but okay. So he yeah. got in there. A superb movie. First of all, some of the trailers I saw, Dune 2, again, it's like the tenth time I've seen it. I just cream my pants every time. And the <laughs> new exorcist that's Give coming out. Yeah. The new exorcist. That looks creepy as hell. That looks pretty good, actually. Looks I've never pretty seen good. one. But yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> But to get to the real it's one of the meat, rare movies that they're not moving. To get to the real meat though, Oppenheimer. So I went in and I heard from a couple people. I heard from a coworker and I heard from Nick, fellow FAP uh, guest host as well, saying like it was okay. Nick's biggest Omegle Nick. Omegle, Omegle Nick. Nick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his biggest thing was he's like, I couldn't understand like sixty percent of it because some of the and I will agree, like some of the Naturally with a Christopher Nolan movie, I would I would agree. Yeah, and so I went in knowing, like, okay, I'm going to have to pay attention. Like, you know, I also was sober. That always helps. Yeah. But <laughs> I was drunk when I watched it, so that's why I need to rewatch it. So, But it was Ooh. good when I was drunk, too. But I will say, like, it starts off just, like, immediately, like, with the fucking burner up to the hottest mm-hmm. temperature. Like, I couldn't believe the pacing of this, like, historical mm-hmm. biopic. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was teetering right on the edge of, like, oh, this might be going too fast. But it was, like right in the perfect range where just like you really got a lot of story and it kept yeah. going and it didn't bore me one second did you just to add to this did you have imax experience or dolby dolby cinema i believe it was imax recliner or sitting in leather seats it was normal seats okay gotcha no That's IMAX. yep 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 well you um, say limax right the limax baby yeah there's no yeah I, i'm on you bitches I'm on you, AMC. Sorry, I swore pretty bad. I should, probably shouldn't swear. We're explicit now. Yeah. After last but we week, still so love AMC, it. guys. We still love it. Oh, know? I love AMC. <laughs> I hate us. lies. Yeah. yeah AMC sits on their thrones of lies. Um, yeah, so keep going, Brad. I mean, so I agree with you, man. That beginning of that movie, and I will not – this is spoiler-free. So we're not going to ruin it for Vu. But it, let me tell you, Vu, it's interesting watching – it's like – I'm trying to think of a way to describe it because it's 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 about Oppenheimer. It's 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 about a scientist. So like it's not like Inception. It's not like Dunkirk. It's not like a Batman. You know where mm-hmm. it's you know the scenes kind of fit. Like they, he makes it they very dramatic but exciting in the way of like the music, the sound, the editing. Like it, it, you'll in the beginning of the movie. And I, again, this is not. I don't think this is spoilers because they showed the dang sparkles in the trailers. All it is is just saying is that like. You'll just be like here watching him look up at the sky, and then all of a sudden, if you're in a really loud theater, it'll switch over to like what his thoughts are, which is like stars moving or or like sparks flying, and it's really loud and it sounds a little. It's almost haunting. Is that a, is that a good way to put it, Brad? Would you yeah. say like a little bit ethereal, spectral? Yes, because it's it's almost foreshadowing what's to come, what's just mm. on his mind. Thinking about this guy who's young, um, starting off when he was younger, all through his life, essentially. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like watching. I'm trying to think of a really boring movie with with like epic sound and, and epic like. It's like watching like I don't know like this is nowhere near it. I'm just trying to think, give you like a comparison, but like almost watching like a like a Barney movie. That was stupid. That might be the worst <laughs> in the world. But it's like watching a Barney movie, but you just see him as he's go open the door all happy, but the music is like dun 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 dun. And then you have the editing. You know, like yeah. it's like it's kind of like that a little bit. So it, it was, yeah. even though that sometimes I would say the substance of the matter um, was a little dense. It, again, mm. it's not an Inception. It's not a Dark Knight. It's 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 a dream project of of Christopher Nolan. Let me tell you, it's my, I mean, it's my favorite movie of the year. I would say. Wow. Yeah, and I knew it was going to be the, my favorite movie of the year. I remember thinking, especially after Tenet. Did you guys see Tenet? Yeah, I've not yet. 
Oh, okay, good, good, Vu. Yeah, um, we got to create a list for Vu. That's what I yeah. Movies he should see. Um, but Please you know, it, it, I, I thought Tenet was kind of like I enjoyed it a lot in the moment because I hadn't seen a movie in theaters in a while. But I think looking back at it, it wasn't as good of a movie as you know. It's really complicated. I had to go on YouTube to figure out it's what very the hell complicated. Was yeah, he, he was kind of smelling his own farts a little bit, I would say. <laughs> um, so with this one, it was definitely a passion project, but it it, it just it might be his best movie he's ever done. And Killian Murphy, just a really, really yes. great performance. Yeah. Like, just I, did it so much Pe- respect. I haven't seen Peaky Blinders. Have you guys seen Peaky Blinders at all? Nope. No. no I, mean, I've, I mean, I've heard that apparently that's like his phenomenal acting. And I've seen him in everything he does. He's a very dramatic actor. I think mm-hmm. the least, most recent movie I saw him in was uh, A Quiet Place 2. Um, oh, I forgot he was in that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was pretty good in that. So yeah, I, once I saw movie. that he was going to be on this, I was pretty pumped. And I think he lived up to it. And he's going to get nominated for Best Actor, if you ask me. I don't know. I think he um, should. Brad, so I, got, I, I guess I got to ask, is it worth the hype? Was it worth the wait and the buildup yes, that was yes. around this movie? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, in, in the whole, and I, we have a we have a topic about this. How we, one of our topics is AMC had its best week of all time, thanks to Barbenheimer. Barbie and Oppenheimer gave the chain its highest revenue week since opening in 1920. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's crazy. So not only did it bring people out to the movies to watch Barbenheimer, uh, a movie about Barbie movie. and a yeah. movie about a bomb. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I just think it's it just it got people excited. And you know what it was? I think we've been talking about this and this has been on our radar for a while. It was two good movies that were new ideas, fresh takes. And it wasn't just, you know, Barbie wasn't just a Barbie movie. It was an empowering female um, feminist, you know, movie that I, I thought was hilarious too. They had no reason to be as funny as it was. Uh, one of the funniest mm-hmm. movies of the year for me personally. Um, you know, and then you got Oppenheimer, just the dark, gritty, but epic uh drama of the summer if you ask me i I mean has there been other dramas this summer besides superhero movies i mean god let's think of all the failures guys indiana jones boring uh you know i'm trying to think transformers fine but you know who wants to go see transformers in theaters at least pay for it you know what i mean um fast x movies fast x they put their movie on uh streaming three weeks after it was released in theaters because it was doing so poorly at the box office. Yikes. Wait, is it already on a streaming service? It was, I was on streaming in June, dude. Yeah. Well, now I got to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, guys, and then it, it wasn't one of those movies. It brought people out to see mission impossible, which was released the week before that's had some legs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. brought people out for which is, we're gonna do a review. Did we do a review of that, Brad? I forget. I put. Well, on we, did a video. Review. we did a video. We did a video, but I think we got to talk about that. Um, and I'm gonna read this right now. I mean, it goes. It starts. This starts off with "Step aside, Tom Cruise. There are two new saviors of the theatrical experience in town. You can probably guess who they are. Uh, and uh, yeah, they were smashing records left and right. Um, Trying to think, yeah, this said announced that July 21st to 27th marked its highest single admission revenue week of all time. I mean, Brad, you saw it on, you saw the bar, or you saw Oppenheimer on Thursday, the week after it had been released. Yep. Was it, was it packed? It was pretty much packed, minus like the front, front row. Right, right, exactly. I mean, I thought it, it was the event of the summer. It was the thing where you felt like you were missing out if you had not yeah. seen it, if you weren't a part of this. When was the last time we had been a part of a movie that that it was like this? I mean, from I mean, when I went to the theater, Barbie, that Sunday night was just as packed, I think, as when we went Friday night to see Oppenheimer, and and it was so crazy seeing people coming out of the screening before wearing the pink. They were doing the double feature. I told you guys, there was forty thousand people who bought tickets. They were wearing. So many people spent nine hours in the theater, I think, uh, to to watch both of these movies. Um, not a bad day <laughs> not a bad day at the at the yeah at the store at the on the weekend i mean what do you guys what are your guys thoughts when you guys hear this um vu do you want to give your thoughts i know you haven't seen the movies yet yeah. but give, actually, give, me, give me give me what you got I what have you heard what have you heard as well about the movie yeah i actually tried to watch it that sunday because i was out on a trip came back home on sunday and was like i gotta go see this movie every single showtime was booked out i could not even get a ticket and I have yeah. not had that issue since 
was it Infinity War or Endgame? One of those two movies. Endgame. That I had this, yes, yeah. I was just going to bring that up. Yes. Yeah, that's what I, I think was the last like must see movies. Yeah. Where you're getting grandmas going out to theaters to see it. Yeah, I struggled to get a ticket to this movie. That's how yeah. that's how in demand it was. And you know, I've only heard good things that's about such a great both point. movies. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing it hopefully this weekend. You got hopefully. a little pink on. That might be yeah. orange, but it looks a little, yeah. you know, salmon-y. It's a little peachy, a little peachy. Yeah, a little peachy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we just brought this up. It hasn't been such a spectacle since Endgame, which was before maybe Star Wars, the last Star Wars movie. But I think actually that didn't make a billion dollars. So never mind. I don't think it was. Um, Brad, give me your thoughts. I mean, I, of course, you saw the movie. You loved it. Um, was there anything that you may have you just noticed with this? I mean, that led to su- such a successful weekend. Any thoughts on that? I mean, you got to give credit to just the marketing and not only like the paid marketing, but I feel like I saw so much like free marketing, like people just goofing around like on yes. Twitter or Reddit. Was like, it? Oh. Just the general public like took a hold of it and like amplified it and made it into a joke. You know, Barbenheimer mm-hmm. like. That wasn't anything that any of the marketers actually came up with because they're not going to, you know, combine their movie with another movie. No, you had Christopher Nolan, who was at Universal. And mm-hmm. what's funny is it was Universal and it was Warner Brothers. Christopher Nolan had been pissed off at Warner Brothers for the fact that they released all their movies uh, in theaters and on the app at the same time. And Christopher Nolan thought that was like kind of just stabbing him in the back. So he left Warner Brothers for Universal Studios. So you're seeing he. I mean, I'm sure he was fine with it, but I'm sure he wasn't like exactly being like, oh, let's do a marketing plan to help out the company that screwed me. Yeah. Do you think both movies being released on the same day helped each other at the end just because mm-hmm. there was so much going on between mm-hmm. all the memes and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say this. my One of my podcasters I listened to said you had the greatest male director today, Christopher Nolan, versus essentially the greatest female director today. And is essentially, when it comes to box office, she is now the number one with an $800 million uh, box office return for Barbie. Um, I mean, it's a, you had the war, the battle of the sexes a little bit. And I think that was partially it too. Did you guys ever get that feeling or not really? Because I mean, I know my friend Secord and Brad's friend too. Uh, he didn't really get it. So what do you guys say to that? I mean, I didn't get it as much, but now that you're saying it, I kind of see it because like Barbie is so bright, fun, you know, mm-hmm. vivacious, and then Oppenheimer is just like a dark pit. So mm-hmm. I kind of like how that battle of up. the opposites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. battle of the opposites. Yeah, I mean Barbie, and if you look at Margot Robbie, she's she's an A-list now. This is solidified her as an A-list actor because if you guys look at the past movies, she hasn't necessarily put up the best box office numbers. And I like, who am I to say this? I'm freaking Kevin. Joe Schmo sitting in Wisconsin basement saying that the most beautiful woman may be alive. Who knows? Whoever they, to each their own um, is an A-list. But she, I mean, she hasn't had a lot of success. So From this is bonus. Plus, plus, <laughs> would this have happened had Barbie been a bad movie? Had this happened if Barbie was just a mid-movie and Oppenheimer may have been, or switch around. What if Bar- Oppenheimer was just a mid-movie? We had another kind of a tenant situation or I mean, I think we have higher expectations. I Definitely guess. helps that they both were just such good movies. Yes. That they're just bouncing off each other. Like, wow, you mm-hmm. saw one good movie. There's another great movie that came out mm-hmm. the same week. Yep. Both had, like, I think above 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think that puts Oppenheimer as, like, number three or number two for did, Christopher did Nolan. Did you see and that uh, the Mattel toy company is starting its own cinematic universe? Yeah. Oh my God. That should be it. Yeah. I've got Polly Pocket. Um, like Hot Wheels. I saw. Wow. Um, yeah. If you guys had a favorite uh, Mattel movie that you want to see, uh, what would you guys say? Or a TV show you guys want to see? Or, or, or sorry, not a TV show. Uh, or a, uh, a a toy show. Which one would it be for you? Guys? I want a serious Barney movie. Yeah. 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 An Oppenheimer bar. bar- Barnenheimer <laughs> or Thomas and Friends, yeah, yeah, like oh, a wow. sadistic Thomas, yeah, yeah, be kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Boo? Uh, what toys does Mattel even make? I might not even be caught up on this. I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, I'll just Barbie name some. I've got it. it American Girl Doll, Barney, Cat. Christmas Cat. Balloon, Hot Wheels, Cat. Magic Eight Ball. Major Matt Mason, Masters of the Universe, Matchbox, Polly Pocket, 
Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Thomas and Friends, <laughs> Uno, Viewmaster, and Wishbone. How do you do an Uno movie? What's an Uno movie? <laughs> yeah, what's an Uno movie? Can we do this, guys? I love a really it. dumb idea and create a movie. And like make yeah. it like, like, like put all of our saving, our life savings into it and see if we can make this happen. Uh, yeah. Uno match to the death. High drama. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. An Oppenheimer oh. Uno. Uno. An Uno card creating the, the atomic bomb. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, that's interesting. And what about you, Vu? What are you looking forward to out of those? Yeah, I feel like it'd be some of those would be a very tough make for a movie. Yeah. So I, th- I, I think it's- I got to go with like Masters of the Universe because that was a show back in the day, wasn't it? Yes, I'm was surprised like they never show? did anything with that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah, like there's a lot of old IP. We should do a segment someday of like old IP movies that need it, like that you could maybe do today. Like I, Lab- or I think it's Lawrence of Arabia is one of the greatest movies of all time. But, like, I don't know if you could do that today. Like, you know, I don't know. It's just – that'd be a fun little topic uh, to do. I know a lot of movies remake movies essentially based off of those too. But, um, yeah, the the Mattel world. I don't know. All, all we got to say is this, and I think this this article ends it perfectly with saying it seems like Nicole Kidman was right. We really do come to AMC theaters to laugh, to cry, to care because we need that, all of us. And I'll tell you what, I think it was a great weekend at the movie – it felt great to be alive. It felt it just it felt like it was all back, man. And this summer's been fun, but that felt like pre twenty twenty world of, of just excitement, and, and it, was, it was a really good time. So, and what um, excites me is that it's showing the people that care about money that original movies can get you money. Yes, you know? no, it was the only movies of the summer that aren't like sequels. Don't give me Indiana Jones number seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't give me old. I'll go to sleep in the theater. Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, dude. Brad was laying on the literally laying like this, like uh, like on three chairs. Just dude, a terrible movie. movie. Terrible movie. Uh yeah. I'm gonna look back on that one not fondly at all. I, I, it sucks because I like the first three a lot, but um, yeah. Gosh, dang it. I mean, Vu. And I'll tell you what, we love Cross the Spider Verse. I think Cross the Spider Verse is my mm. number two now on the year. So just give if an we, idea. If we get to that portion, that's my number one. Is it Same. still your number one? Same. No. Interesting. Interesting. Spoiler alerts. Spoilers. <laughs> um, very cool, man. Very cool. Well, okay. We got another. We got more topics to go through today. Let me talk to you. Guys, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles scored a 96 percent on rotten tomatoes just to give a little bit of a, a synopsis on or what the critics and consensus are saying this is according to rotten tomatoes with the unique visual style and a story that captures the essence of the franchise's appeal teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem is an animated treat for the whole family i also want to show you guys let you guys know this that this rating is just as high i oh i think it is a lower actually it was I, at first it was at 97 now it's at a 94 it was at one point higher than uh higher than uh, the first into the spider-verse just to think Whoa. like a, like a mutant this is like a i think it's like a nickelodeon property i'm not 100 percent sure i know the old ones were nickelodeon but mm-hmm. i mean when you guys see this none of us have seen it yet and when you guys see these numbers does this hype you up i mean the trailers look kind of cool i mean what do you guys thought Vu? what are your thoughts on seeing when you hear this and also did you like the trailers leading up to this yeah i'm very hyped for this movie now with that rating yeah. and i yeah. saw a little infographic about the rotten tomato score of every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in the past. What is it? Do you know what it is? They're all horrible. Like they're all thirties. Like I think the highest is like fifty. And with this being in the nineties, like there's a there's a a lot of coming here. I feel like it's gonna be a big one. Do you guys think it's gonna be a little more serious? Kind of like now, of course, it's gonna be, um, you know, like a kids movie. But do you think it'd be Mm kind of like Spider Verse, where it's maybe a little heavier? Yeah, I think there's I mean, going to be a bigger storyline. Yeah. So I think it's about growing up. Yeah. I mean, Brad, what do you think about when, I mean, I think you and I were kind of, I remember we sat and watched the trailers, and I think we both were kind of like, oh, some funny parts, but it looked kind of good, and I think we were pretty optimistic about it. Yeah, I'm optimistic, and then seeing these ratings, it just warms my heart just to see, I guess I would call this like unique animation style. Mm-hmm. And I just like seeing this boom of, of respect that animation is getting because you know i grew up i watched a lot of animation i like anime and i think it gets a bad rap especially among the older 
more adult population. So seeing like, yeah. the Spider-Verse movies and now this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, just having like great reviews. It's a great movie. I think just brings a lot of respect to that kind of genre, that medium of movies that typically people are like, oh, that's just for kids or whatever. But no, like it can be done well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's breaking the stigma. Yeah. And I love it that. Is. I'm here for it. It is. I mean, I used to watch the old ones, which was like the live action versions of them. I mean, they were, you know, they're all right. I mean, when I was a kid, I liked them. Yeah. I loved the shows as a kid. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, hell yeah. So it's kind of cool to see. I mean, I think it's an interesting IP because Spider Man, Spider Man. I feel like with the superheroes, the Spider Man, a lot more people are going to see it. I think right now it has a, a $36 million um, opening weekend box office projection right now so that's not the biggest number in the world i think uh the the oh another movie i talk about that was a complete failure was the haunted mansion movie by disney another flop for disney i don't think they've had a good movie all summer but who is excited for that you're doing a haunted yeah. mansion movie in august and july why not release yeah. it in october well, who's so making that decision <laughs> Well, it's their old CEO. That's another story. This and isn't the spooky time. This is like day oh, goes yeah. till 10 p.m. time. Yes. I think they're trying to run off the the idea that, uh, you know, so it, essentially the greatest movie that came from Disney's like like uh, rise was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So I think they're trying to do something very similar, make it a summer flick instead of just like an, a, a – uh, and they, I think everyone thought more people were going to be going to movies this summer. I mean – we, last summer was a very hot summer for movies, and we had nowhere near as many movies as, as this year. And now this year has truly shown that, like, I mean, do you think inflation goes into it too? Like, gosh, we, we I feel bad when we're talking. We, we should, I mean, maybe we don't have to focus on it anymore. I think we're all just happy to see that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is back. We're pumped about that. It's going to be a good movie. I think we're all going to try to see it at least. So, so and I wouldn't say I was going to do did that. Did they before. make the Haunted Mansion movie based off of an amusement ride? That ride. Have you never been to Disney? I, I have, but I don't think I, I saw the Haunted Mansion, but man, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old. Yeah, well, I don't really know. This. I just did it this weekend. It's uh, it's a goofy ride. I'm sure it has nothing to do with it. There's a lot of singing, and I don't like movies with singing. Oh, Haunted Mansion's got singing. Haunted Mansion's got singing. Well, that's not really... spooky at all, then. I mean... Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. It's nothing spooky with uh, when there's children screaming in here i don't know i guess i just <laughs> about that a little bit but um oh, no i think I, I think it's just i just gosh we got to do a segment on dizzy being such a box office failure this summer but um yeah. it didn't really it was not a good movie also the though. cast of haunted mansion's crazy yeah oh, I just well, random cast. ass cast <laughs> it's a lot of star power though a it's lot of huge. star power <laughs> who's in it uh, here we go. Jared Leto, Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Heddish, Owen Wilson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Danny DeVito, Dan Levy, Rosario Dawson, Winona Ryder. What the hell? That's a yeah. star-studded cast. <laughs> Dude, what is this? The Dune? This is like Dune of the of the of the Ryder verse. This is the theme park verse. <laughs> it's just That's fascinating. Crazy. You can do well. That's crazy. Okay, here's another question for you guys. If you guys could redo an entire theme, or a, if you could do a theme park movie into a theme park ride into a movie, what would it be? You could do Six Flags, you could do Disney, you could do uh, Valley Fair for for all I care. <laughs> Valley Fair getting a shout out. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I want a wild thing movie. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works though, because that's yeah. a children's book. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, oh, Camp Snoopy! Best. You can count Camp Snoopy. Oh. I mean, yeah, man, oh, Minnesota theme parks really getting a shout out here. Yeah, I love dude. it. Well, that's one thing about Minnesota. Low key in Minnesota, I think Valley Fair is very underrated. I'll say that. It's a nice uh, average theme it's park. A, oh God, Elish Gardens, bro, in Denver's shit. It's bad. <laughs> it's not good. I've only been to Valley Fair. I guess I've been to Nickelodeon Universe and Camp Snoopy, but I don't oh, that's right, it's those. Nickelodeon Universe now. Okay, yep. But I don't count that because it's indoor. So how big yeah. can the ride yeah. be? <laughs> That's wussy yeah. shit. Did you, know? you guys just, was, did you guys ever go to like like the mall late at night at Mall of America? Like, was it kind of like sick to hang with your friends there? Like, ah, uh, you thought I, I had sex. friends? Yeah, I have sex after that, too. <laughs> That's I, the mall is where I watched the midnight showing of the Dark Knight. At a boy, really? yeah, cool. Yep. <laughs> 
at a boy. And then um, naturally, you had sex after because yeah, of course, yeah. of course. We're we're, we're a group homies. of guys who have a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah. That's if there's one thing I want the entourage yeah. to know, it's that. <laughs> yeah. I know chicks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've dated one girl my entire life. Essentially, God, if you think about it, yeah, um, yeah we just get it. We, yeah, we're, we're guys, three, guys. Yeah, we're guys. guys. I'm a drinking a beer podcasting. Yeah. Tell me how much we're, we're guys fapaholics got. out here. Yeah, yeah. We're fap as hell, bro. Look at my look at my mirror behind me. <laughs> this is a bachelor pad. I'm actually at my new home. Yeah, oh. um, yeah. Good memories, good times. Good yeah. times we had. Any oh, thoughts yeah. on before we move on? Any last uh, comments you guys want to make about? Uh, whatever the fuck topic we're on right now. <laughs> we seem to be mixing a couple of them right now. I think we're on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, go see the movie. Go see yeah. the movie. I think we're all going to do when, it. When does it come out? This weekend. Oh, it comes out? Okay. That's this cool. Weekend, yeah. yeah, the other – they're saying this in, in, in the Haunted Mansion, the second biggest marketing <laughs> – summer marketing event of the summer. The the Teenage Mutant Haunted Mansion version. <laughs> Back to back, what a viewing! Back to back, I'm getting t-shirts. We gotta create t-shirts or like I know it would not make any money, but just on based on movies being released on weekends and just like terrible like like Barbenheimer, essentially Barbenheimer themed shirts for other movies that are comboed together. Every know. weekend we should come up with the combo. Yep, yep. You gotta see the Teenage Mutant Haunted Mansion verse tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think the viewers just want fapaholic merch in general. I know. I know. They're everybody. waiting. Yeah, guys, we got it in the it's 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 waiting on a truck somewhere in Singapore, okay? It'll be here. I it's coming, I swear. It's coming. Okay. Actually it's American made, baby. Yeah. All right. Yeah, how dare you say Singapore? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Singapore. I don't know. Actually Vietnamese makes good clothing. I would say that. I bought a couple shirts in Vietnam and I was I'm still, I'm actually one of them's really long on me. I will say that it's like five X. I didn't really feel good buying. <laughs> I'll admit because <laughs> they're so small over there. Yeah. Um, so I didn't feel good buying that there. And then, <laughs> gonna, and the shorts, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, that would hurt to see. And the shorts didn't have pockets either, which really was. What do they just run with everything in their hands? I'm so confused by that. I'm just like, it, who makes shorts it, without pockets? They put it in the Vespa. <laughs> yeah, true. Good point. They put it in the Vespa. Oh my god, there's so many. Different. I forget. Are you from Vietnam? Yep, I am Vietnamese. Dude, it's a. Have you been since since? Uh, I don't know. Your never stories. Have you ever been? I've never been. I was supposed to go uh, the summer after freshman year of college, but okay. I said it was too hot, so my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it, dude. Yeah, it is hot. It's really yeah. hot there. Yeah, it wasn't one that day. It, because you're supposed one to be outside and, and yeah, one day you got to be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was a cool time. Um, I hope we can get. Hopefully, this show can bring you there for some red carpet events or yep. you know, like um, yeah, cool. Um, all right, moving on. Next topic: Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman again. Yeah, that's right. That's being reported right now by Variety. Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman three. From what I've heard. From James Gunn and Peter Safran is that we're going to develop it together. And that is my impersonation of uh, Gal Gadot. The second one, you can make money. Why are you doing yeah. it? The yeah. Was <laughs> well, it was not a good movie. I mean, and, okay, two things. One, not a good movie. Two, it was, I think, only released. I think it was On released HBO. in theaters. But it was oh. mostly, I think everyone watched it and, because it was in the middle of 2021 uh, COVID. COVID. Yeah, so people were still kind of scared to go see it and I mean, no. If you're with your family, who wants to really leave and go to the movie theater? I guess if you can watch it at home, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I guess the first yeah, one did make about seven hundred million. So yeah, number two now behind good. Barbie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad, not bad. Would you guys? I mean, when you guys see this, did you guys see the original? Did you guys like the original uh, Wonder Woman? I've only seen Gal Gadot's version. So that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not oh. expecting you to see the 1940s. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little sassy. That was a little sassy from me. This Sassy's man hasn't even seen Oppenheimer yet. You think he's seen 1940s <laughs> Wonder Woman? Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, have you seen the one from 2017 at least? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen them both. Okay. The first one was really good. I think I saw it in theaters. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Second one, oh, that was really good so too. Great. 
I, I saw the first. I enjoyed change. it. Haven't seen the second. Just didn't didn't bring me to the theater. Didn't really. I yeah. I don't know. I thought Kristen Wiig is cheetah. That just seemed strange to me. She's kind of hot. Not gonna lie. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. I was pretty impressed by that. But I'm not gonna get us canceled this episode, so I'm gonna keep. Or it Kristen. There. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't she like the leopard or something? Yeah, she... the cat lady. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, they originally were directed by Patty Jenkins, who. I think after the second one just wasn't good. I'm a little nervous hearing this just because we keep hearing about how, okay, is the future of DC going to be, is she, is this like an other world? So he's got two types of movies. He's got movies that are all connected and he's got an other world series. He's creating in his new DC. Is this going to be just part of a new other world, a DC? Because I, I can't see how they connect her to the new uh marvel verse or sorry the more new dc universe i just i'm a little confused by that i thought it was gonna be a clean slate and um i don't know that's the only thing that concerns me a little bit but at the same time she was maybe one of out of all of them maybe one of the best actresses such actors a part of the justice league mm-hmm. yeah so help me with this is it supposed to be a full clean slate like uh we, there's been no confirmation momoa's no more Aquaman, even though a new Aquaman's coming out. Yeah, that's become the, the redheaded stepchild of the DCU right now, just because <laughs> it's it's like essentially like I've heard rumblings rumblings online that they keep doing reshoots because they're trying to make it better. Right now it's not a good movie, they're saying. Um Oof. and uh yeah, yeah. Have, have you guys um, seen the first one yet? I liked it. I did too. I did too. I got a little bored actually. If I remember correctly, I think I left with about 20 minutes left because I would just You actually I I left <laughs> a movie early. I must. Have I don't had think I've ever done that. I must have had something going on, or like something like it, like it late. It was late at night. I don't know why I did it. Maybe my mind was in other places. Um, I don't know what it could have been, but uh, I I left with twenty minutes because I thought to me it was fine. But like, I again, I think I was starting to get a little like the CG CGI heavy stuff. Plus, I think you know I was kind of getting. I was just thinking to myself, you know, I, I'm ready for like a after the Justice League. It left a bad taste in my mouth. So I don't know. Um, I mean, Gal Gadot. I like those. I love that movie a lot. And actually, my favorite parts of the new Justice League, the Zack Snyder Justice League, was was her parts were my favorite. Anytime she's in there, the music's great. I love her score for her. I just do not. I don't know. I I, I also it's don't un- think you it's need unfortunate to unfortunate that though. she was surrounded by crap. Yeah, hundred percent. I just don't. You know, for her out of all of them, I think you keep her as she did a great job. Now, saying yeah. the Flash. She looked more as it sit on it. Looks like she kind of gave, she kind of phoned in her. Oh, oh I'm going to spoil the scene for you guys there. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, don't uh, worry. I don't think I'm going to go see the Flash anymore. Yeah, she's in. She's in. She's in it. Um, I still think you she's should check it out, bro. It. Yeah, she's there. When it comes, when it's released, yeah, when I can stream it, it, I'll watch it. Okay, good. All right, I think you should do that. Um, it's the it's a, apparently the worst box office comic book film of all time, but that's okay. I can't um, believe that. I know, I know. And they released it. They should have just threw it in the trash. Uh, that's too bad. Um, I don't know. I'm reading through this article right now. So Saffron and Gunn's new DC universe um, uh, is kicking off a Superman legacy in 2025. The film is written and directed by Gunn, who announced that last month that David Cornsweat um, is taking on the role of Superman in the new DC universe. Uh, I think Lindsay must have posted on Instagram because I'm getting a bunch of uh, people texting me right now congratulating me. This feels very nice. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'm trying to that think. Mason of heard it first. That Mason yeah, heard, heard it first. First, yeah, one of our. I think it's our third scoop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not reading this. It's just it, it just seeing right now that um, they're talking about how last December news broke that Godot and Jenkins, Wonder Woman three had fallen apart after WB leadership passed on Jenkins treatment for the sequel. Jenkins publicly exited the project. The news hit shortly after Gunn and Saffron took the reins of DC studios and announced they would be overhauling the DC universe, which led to speculation that Jenkins has rebuffed effort to reshape Wonder Woman three to fit into the DC universe. So maybe, maybe she is a part of it. Maybe we're just all going to have to like, kind of just suck it up and just realize that it's, um, you know, she's Wonder Woman and it's going to stay the way. Maybe we don't even have a Justice League going forward in the same way. I don't know. Just I thought it was kind of an interesting um, interesting topic. Do you guys have any other thoughts on this? We shall see. DC yeah. needs success. Yeah, DC <laughs> Every needs, episode, yeah. I say it. 
yeah, what is Brad, what did Brad describe? What did you describe Superman as being the most the most important or uh It's like the, the most, most important film for DC in the history of all films. <laughs> yeah, I would, it might be at this point. If they can't it put a good to. DC movie out. It has to succeed because if it doesn't, I don't want to live in that world. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Superman, it, it needs to, you're right. Um okay guys, I have another one I want to go through with you guys. Uh Loki. Have you guys seen the new Loki trailer? I have. Haven't even seen the show. Brad, I put the link in there. I want to watch the trailer with you. Write me (laughs) out. Write me out? Yeah, write me (laughs) out. Okay, so I'm going to pull it up. I think the Loki show is probably my favorite out of the shows that they've come out with. Same. It's mine too, bro. I love the first season. That's why I want Brad to watch this. Uh, Brad, let me know when it's uh, let me know when it's pulling up for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching it. All right, enjoy. All right, watch it now. Uh, I'm watching it too. What do you see on the screen? He's talking to Mobius and Ob. Or- yes. Here, Vu, pull it up and put it to 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it's gonna be quiet for a while. Wow. What's the synopsis? Tell me what's happening. I don't even know. All right, so they're in the T. They're in the the. Is it the TVU? The TV. TVA. TVA. And essentially, he was, he essentially is now a good guy. Loki is now a good guy in this universe. Um, and it goes with the multiverse. And he's the reason why Kang the Conqueror is now it's like a villain of the entire MCU. That's probably a terrible description. <laughs> but Jonathan Major is still in it, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll show it on my screen. Just interesting seeing the. Uh, I hope evolution. I don't get kicked off of YouTube oh, for this. <laughs> it's up to us. Oh, to save this place. Is this cracked? Yes, okay. Whatever we do, we're playing God. We are gods. Oh. How long are episodes? But how do you choose? Who lives? And who dies? Make the hard choice. It's him. You better run! Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, did you guys all watch it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Brad. What, or yeah, Brad and and Vu. What do you guys think of this coming out? I'm so excited. Now, do I think the MCU is trash right now? Honestly, yes, a little bit. I think it is a little trash. Uh, Secret Invasion had the worst worst Rotten Tomato score. I think it's at right now six percent. The last episode, the season finale of Secret Invasion, worst it's score in the 6%? history of six percent. That's right. quite horrific. Wait, That's the quite last horrific. episode or the whole show? The the last episode, which brought down oh. the total percent of the show down, though. I think it's down. Not very high. <laughs> um, so they need a refresh slash a restart slash something to punch people in the face to get like get that, that sour taste out of their mouth. I mean, Brad, are you excited when you see that? Do you see it? Does this to you? Does it seem like an, a, another stupid Marvel movie? Or, I mean, it, it looks more quality. I thought with, so too. And with Middle Ditch, if that's I think that's his name, Middle Ditch, uh, the Loki actor. I mean, he's great and he has single handedly taken Loki, who was like. A nobody in comics, a nobody, yeah, into like the sexiest, most well-known. Like they probably like him he's more on than my Thor. Spank bank list. Yeah, he's on my spank bank. Yeah, <laughs> he's number one up there. Yeah, yeah, I love him. I want him to be. I want him to be our next James Bond. If you ask me, Ooh. he might be a little too old. Might be a little too old, but I like him a lot. Is that? Um, yep. Sorry, very suave. I just like I like that kind of idea look a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, am I going to watch it? Yeah, probably not, since I haven't even seen season one and I didn't know about it. But I will say this is probably going to be a win for Disney, and Disney needs that. Mm-hmm. That's what you're right. You're right. Disney needs it. Marvel needs it. Vu, what do you think about this? I feel like this is like one of the things that they've put out that actually like ties what the next phase is going to be. Finally, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we're all itching to see like how things interconnect. And this is the only storyline that really pushes the other storylines forward, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So okay. it'll be huge, I think. Hey, man. 
I agree with you. Um, God, I get like 10 different texts. I got to throw that phone away. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. Now, I've already said this probably three times. I need. I think that Marvel needs to do a restart, a refresh. I think it'd be kind of fun if we got another one of those. DC versus Marvel, refresh, bring the best out of each other. Competition brings the best out of you. So I think, I think with just the drama with Jonathan Majors, I think the movies are getting, you know, poorly received recently i mean this wasn't a problem before endgame and infinity war so i think we're just a little tired i think we're not we're all missing captain america we're all missing tony stark's iron man we're missing just characters who are we we all want to see like i, I like i want to see fantastic four and iron man in the movie together i want to see x-men and in captain america and spider-man and hulk and hulk's not you know been uh, brought down to be just a, barely even a tough character what he was like in the comics so mm-hmm. That's me personally. I mean, how uh, much longer can these comic book worlds media keep going? I, they should have restarted it after those movies. I think Vu yeah. said this on like the first episode. Yep. Needs a restart. People are getting old. <laughs> Act, the are, actors are getting crazy. old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I will say that in Loki. Who am I to say? Because I got a receding hairline, too. But <laughs> Loki's hair in that movie is, you can say, it's a little back on some areas. It's not, how he's dare not a you young say that? He's not a spring chicken anymore, gentlemen. Yeah, he's not you a take spring that chicken. Back. Yeah, yeah, Brad's. Yes, yeah, you take that back. He's my number one. Uh, hey, oh, Tom Henderson. He'll and never him. age in the spank bank. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's always twenty-five to me, man. Um, <laughs> jeez. Yeah, jeez. And I'm getting in my ear right now from my sources saying that Tom Hiddleston is the final two, final two to get it. So if he doesn't get it, I, I do want to confirm from our sources, he was the other guy that didn't get it. I just want to confirm that. You've heard it here first. You heard it here yeah. first. You heard it here first. Yeah. Call me crazy. Films are great. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we can move on. I mean, and I told you guys, we got to be a little quick. I know we've went through most of this stuff. I pretty much have talked about this. Um, I mean, how about this, Brad? I got one for you in, in Vu. Do you guys think Dune should be pushed to 2024 because of the no. sag and Rider Strike? No. Don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. No, don't think selfishly here, Brad. Give us a real take. I want to hear. Well, actually, I kind of agree with you, too. It's hard for me not to be selfish. But what are the reasons? What are the people saying? Like, why? Why? Because people can't uh, – they can't uh, – they can't like advertise it like the actor. Then yeah. I think so this, this would this be is... this would be the perfect moment to see the power of mouth to mouth. Because people are gonna see this movie mouth and they're gonna be like, holy show you mouth to mouth, effing, buddy. Effing shit, this is crazy. Yeah. I guess what what was the box office numbers for one? Was anybody four hundred less than five hundred million if I recall. Okay. It, and, and that's what I think also is the thing is they need – they I mean this movie should be bringing so much money. This yeah. is such a huge IP for Warner Brothers. I think that's why they partially want to put it back too because they just they want to put their best foot forward. And they don't think the actor's strike might not end until December, January. So that's the writer's strike. Ooh. So that means no actor can go promote this. They can't do interviews. They can't talk about it. I mean but this movie is multi- Dune slightly is niche. Like I don't think this is like – I mean, it only made four hundred million box office because it was, released, it was during COVID. It was during COVID and it was released on Warner Brothers too. That's true. HBO Max, mm-hmm. but it's a very like, just like the book. Like they use so many words that you just like it's just new made up words that they make and they don't even yeah. explain it. Like you just have to figure these things out. And so, I think I had a friend that watched it with me that had no idea what Dune was. And he's like, "What the fuck did they just watch?" Yeah, he's like, because yeah, they, they don't tell you anything. Like they just like expect you to either learn ask questions or like read and find out which like i love it i think that's great but i think it there's a possible hindrance like i don't see it being a billion dollar movie because it is a little more niche than like oh that's just iron man and thor and hulk like battling it out like it's a built sci-fi world with its whole society and like cultures and worlds and religions and that's what the movies are really about is like these religions and these cultures clashing. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. I think they. I think they see it in the think of big, big, big term in a sense of like Star. This is their Star Wars. I think is what they're trying to think with it. So I mean, Star Wars. All of them brought in billions of dollars. Um, well, at least the new ones that when Disney bought them, except for the last one. I think I got very close to a billion, but it's just a trash movie. Um, 
So, I mean, I think, and, and now not only do they have, it's more of a serious take. Heck, it's not rated R, right? It's just PG-13. It, it almost feels like a rated R film. Is it rated R? Uh... Yeah, I don't think it is, because they're not dropping F-bombs or having sex or anything like that. Yeah, that's true. There's no that's nudity. Blood. I think it's just, it's just a dark, it's just a dark movie, but I, I kind of like it. I don't know. I, I think push it off if they want to get the box. I, I want the future of Dune to be very bright, put out good true. movies. I think That's they're going to keep doing that. And if that means that they're going to make a ton of money to do that, then I think we do that. So for me personally, I, I would be selfish. I'm kind of in, of the notion of I'm just expecting the idea that there's going to be movies that are getting pushed because of this writer strike. And I've just accepted it now at this point. I had a good summer. Um, maybe a few movies will surprise us, hopefully. But it, it may not be the most lively uh, fall and, and 20, if this is what has to happen, it's about to be rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if this has to happen for people to be paid what they should be paid and protections for workers, then I guess I can deal with Dune being in twenty twenty four. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. rough, but unnecessary yeah. evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I could suffer. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, hey, um, just because I gotta be quick, I think we got to give a review of. So we kind of did a review of. Of, I mean, do you feel like we did a good enough Oppenheimer review? Did you want anything to add to that, Brad? I think, with Oppenheimer? We, did. I think we did. Yeah, Go I thought we did it. a good job Go of that. It. Go see it. It's a great movie. Action packed. And you know, it's, it's, or actually, not, not action packed at all. Actually, I will take that back. Uh, <laughs> but it's exciting and it's a Christopher Nolan movie at his best. Um, now let's give a quick review of Mission Impossible. Lay Critique. Let's lay critique. Mission <laughs> Impossible. Critique. Um, yeah, I'd say. You started off. It's uh, you you go in and you're like, okay, this movie is two hours and forty minutes. It, I do want to preface this: Brad has not seen the last three or four. I would say I haven't, I haven't seen any before seeing this movie. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, I you saw it, right? Yep. I oh heck yeah! All right, great. I can't wait to hear you guys review. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you go in. It's two hours and forty minutes. You're like, okay, every single movie coming out this summer's two hours forty minutes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But then you're like two hours in and you're like, oh shit, like this is really good. Like this has been great pacing. I have at least, you know, like three different scenes of Tom Cruise full arm pumped run. And that's all you came for every time anyways. But I thought it was a great story. I had some questions like, you know, I I don't really understand. The, uh, I think his name's Gabriel who works with the entity. Yeah. I don't really understand his motivations or whatever, but I really liked the uh, the cast. I thought the action sequences, like, because you're you're gonna com- I compare it with Indiana Jones, which I saw like a couple weeks before, which had three car scene chase scenes that were just horrendous. Yeah. But yeah. anytime there's a chase scene in Mission Impossible or an action scene, it's just like so well done. So this director that just knows Tom Hanks and knows these kinds of films, uh, is just Cruise, Tom it. Cruise. Tom Cruise, Tom thank Hanks. you. Yeah. No, We're just average fun. guys here. Yeah, you know? yeah, average guys here. I won't, I won't, I won't knock you for that one. <laughs> but no, I think it's a nine point five. Again, I haven't seen the three before, but if this is just generic action movie, this is a killer action movie. That's how you do it. This is this is the definition of what a modern day generic action movie should be to me. Vu, mm-hmm. give me your thoughts, buddy. I I have the same feeling. It's just really well written. Where I haven't seen any of the other ones but it didn't feel like I was missing out on anything, but maybe a little backstory here and there. But for the most part, you know, everything made sense and I was captivated the whole time. I was intrigued, locked in, waiting for the next scene to happen. Hated that there's going to be a part two that I have to wait for now, you know? But all the acting in it was great. I thought Haley Atwell, right? She was awesome in the movie. Oh my gosh. That was Brad. Brad was just gushing about her after the movie. Yeah, what a beautiful woman. Yeah, Peggy Carter. <laughs> Peggy Carter. I forget about that too. That she is Peggy Carter. Yep. So I I thought it was great. What do you think, Kev? I I loved it. I mean that scene. I mean the music going along with the chase scene, the running. You know Tom Cruise just doing things. You know, just the entire concept of Mission Impossible. I mean it's based off of a TV show back in the day. So you got like the whole this message will self-destruct in 10 seconds, you know, like the kind of like, you know, tongue in cheek, little cheeky things about that. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it still just was a, just, this is how action movies should be done. 
this is this is the you know what we expect you want to bring people to the theaters you put out a good acting you didn't you know i think we grew up with the 80s and 90s action of yeah you had the sylvester stallones and the arnold schwarzeneggers who were really just acting like themselves and i guess you could say tom cruise is acting like himself as well okay that may be a bad but i just think they phone it in the, the thing you notice when you're watching this movie is they care they care about the success. They care about every little detail, every scene. There's nothing throw away with them. I heard there was a four and a half hour cut, so they already had to cut off an hour and a half off of this movie to make That's it into wild. A, a three hour movie. Yeah, right. Release um, the extended version. <laughs> yeah, release the extended version. Damn it, we'll do another shirt for that too. Um, and I also just I'm trying to think what was the last scene. Oh, this is my favorite scene was that scene where they were all in. Oh, my hair is getting crazy. Um, when they're even worse, uh, <laughs> when they're all in, was it, was it Italy or when what, they're on the, when they're in? on the train, when they're on the water, when they're on the water and they're fighting on the bridge, it's, it's oh, uh, like Venice. Yeah, yep. Venice. I, I grabbed Brad and I said, movies are back, damn it. Like I was, <laughs> I, was, I was freaking out at that scene because I loved it. The music, the action. Um, I will the, say, yeah, that was, that was my one thing was like, that felt to me like that was the climax. And so when Ilsa Faust died, I felt like it did drop a little. I was like, because holy shit, really? that climax. I, was... I was bummed when she died. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. But I guess you know Gabriel said one of them had to die because you yeah. know Tom Tom Cruise can't have two beautiful women. No, you can't Tom make Gabriel can't. a liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all accepted him just killing women at, at all at all the time. It seems like you're getting women killed. Yeah, um, yeah. God, man. I mean, yeah. Have you dude, seen the other that's... ones? Yeah, I've Kat? seen them all. I've seen them how all. Does, it, how does how does this compare to the rest of the franchise? It's it's definitely different because it's not it's not the same. Um, it's different because it, it's a part one, so it's not a complete story. This is definitely mm-hmm. setting things up. So when it comes to story, this wasn't as good as the other ones. I think one thing that's Mission Impossible makes it great is that story that that is attached to it is awesome. Usually, it's not mm-hmm. like it's, this isn't a basic action movie. So a lot of times, it's very like it's very concise. Um, I have I wrote down notes actually. I haven't even looked at them. Gosh darn it. Um, you know, it's uh, a lot of the time it's, you know, it's got the crazy stunts. Every scene is adrenaline packed. I remember I wasn't bored once during this, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to, it, it's usually, it's very, very clever too. I think that's one thing that was, this one wasn't at, there was a little bit more conveniences in this one, I would say. Um, Especially like the mask that they can just mimic anybody yeah. that they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did that a lot in this one. They've never done it as much in the other ones. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. I, I love another thing. I love is that they that scene that they've been showing us him jumping off that motorcycle um, mm-hmm. was a very important scene. So that was freaking epic when he did that, and then he just crashed right into the into the train too. Well, oh that God. was wild. Do you think he did that own st- his own stunt for that? Oh, he did it. He, not he didn't go into the train, but he so that yeah, mountain really. was just a ramp. They CGI'd over the ramp. Mm. So he, gotcha. he did you not see the trailer? Vu for it. Yeah, I, I did. did you? Like when he's over the cliff and he's on the motorcycle. Yeah, where right? he jumps yeah. off the. Yes, that's what it. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I looked up his age after because I was like, "How old <laughs> is this guy to be doing all these stunts?" And he's like sixty years old. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's a stud. Money man. keeps you young forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what do you guys give this out of ten? Brad, you gave it a nine point five. Nine point five. I give it a solid nine. I think I give it a nine point five. Yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, I think it was great. I think it wasn't the best out of all of them. I think it was fantastic for the summer. I needed that after probably two movies in a row I'd seen of kind of meh um, reviews for for like Indiana Jones, Transformers. Um, So I'm glad that this Asteroid City. I didn't like that Elemental. Exactly right. So I'm glad that this happened. It was a great pick me up. I hope people keep going to see it in theaters. We need to see part two. I don't think they're ever not going to release part two. Uh, but I mean, I just moved this. It's going to be sad. I think the next one is the last one. So um, really? I, that's, that's, what I, that's what I'm hearing. But at the same time, Tom Cruise just came out and said that he wants to do this till he's 80. So who freaking knows? I think he's Mission so Impossible old. started. He's so old, dude. I mean, Mission Impossible, man. They're doing what James Bond they're doing James Bond better than James Bond, if you ask me. Honestly, yeah. Keeping yeah. one actor for this long. 
yeah yeah and also just putting out just great movies you guys i recommend you guys seeing them all um the one where he's holding on to the side of the plane is just amazing so he's a real uh, life superhero <laughs> he really is man he hates his family doesn't talk to his family and he's a weirdo with scientology but other than that i like he him. makes great movies <laughs> he makes great movies i've heard he's just a piece of shit dad but <laughs> i looked up like his filmography like he's in just absolute bangers of movies he like, is he it's really crazy. is what's your guys favorite tom cruise movie if you guys can think about it before we go Ooh, gun to your I, head. I haven't seen top gun yet either of them but I heard oh, those wow. are crazy. You haven't seen the new Top Gun either? No. Oh, it's on a streaming cool. service too. And I just, I know. <laughs> I would say that was maybe the last, like, like everyone saw that movie, I feel like. It was a billion Everyone dollars. was talking about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean. It's Mission God, Impossible. He's really Mission been Impossible in some man. fucking great movies. Jeez, I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, I'm looking at the list. Yeah, I'm going to look at it, too. I mean, War of the Worlds was a terrible Jeez. movie, but it scared yeah. the shit out of me. When you're younger, it was a good movie. Yeah. For sure. I agree with you. Minority Report, I remember watching when I was little, and I good didn't movie. understand it at all. Why the hell were you watching when you were younger? I don't know. I also really liked Edge of Tomorrow. That was a really <laughs> fun movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, what was it? Live, Die, Repeat. Live, yeah. Die, Repeat. Yeah. That was also a great one. I didn't even know he was in a Mummy movie. That's interesting yeah it was so mid i just watched it it was him and jake johnson from uh, new girl really yeah it's so awkward because you could tell like jake johnson's just like the he's like you know that running through the desert ain't very good tom and tom's like well come on i never asked y'all you know like they're like (laughs) it's kind of a goofy writing movie to me it was fine i just can't see jake johnson ever being friends with tom cruise (laughs) (laughs) i can't be friends truthfully yeah, the movies are his friends. Are we convinced Ooh, the, he's last, not the last samurai? Oh, that was a great one, Sorry, too. Though. No, that's yeah. great. I think that might be that's my favorite. That, that's up there for Jeez, me, man. No, that's a very so good one. So funny that the last samurai was a white dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Asian. Culture like uh, samurai is a warrior, a Japanese warrior, or Chinese, right? Is it Chinese you know, or Japanese? Japanese, I think. Oh, that was such a great movie. I know that's such a good movie. It's just kind of funny if you think about it. But we all white, just kind of like white man hero in a new culture. Yeah, yeah, we you all know? just turned the shoulder um, as a society. All right, well, hey guys, I think. This is a good start or it's a good stop to the episode. An hour and seven. We always just keep going on this. Yeah, I love do. it. I love I think it's a great episode with you boys. Um, mm-hmm. you guys know where to follow us. We're on Twitter, on Instagram. I think we're gonna start doing more with that stuff, but I think we're I'm just glad we're back together. I think if we do another episode next week, it'll probably be just me and Vu. Alex or uh, Brad will unfortunately be out. Um, but you know, we'll still we'll still carry on. Maybe we'll get C Court in here. We'll see. That could be a random <laughs> get him real drunk again. Yeah, get him real drunk in here again. Um, you guys, you boys, have anything to say before we uh, before we head out and end the episode? Hey, these last movies couple are back. Weeks, movies, movies are back. Are fun. Yeah, movies are yep. back. Yeah. Call me crazy. Movies films are, fun. are Is it films are fun? Movies. Movies are fun. We have to say this more, guys. I'm forgetting. Yeah, uh, movies are yeah. crazy. <laughs> movies are. Hey, fun. we love we, we love all the fans out there. Call me crazy. Movies are fun. Call me crazy. Movies are back. <laughs> Barbenheimer, Boom. Mission Impossible. What a great end to the summer fe- film fest. I'm glad we all got to experience our first summer together of podcasting it and talking about this. Um, I'm excited for us all to be back together in a few weeks. And uh, until then. Carry on and uh, don't miss us too much, Fap Nation and Filmaholics out there around the world. So uh, keep looking for us on Spotify, YouTube. Um, we're gonna be doing more of that. It's gonna. We're only growing. So every episode, one percent better. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all later. So peace, peace, deuces.